Hi, I'm sorry I'm late to corporate lunch. All right, now that Caroline's here, we can start episode 103 of Corporate Lunch, the podcast that hasn't been, the podcast that's never let you down. GQ Styles podcast about clothes. Caroline Bankoff is here. Hi, Caroline. Hi, Noah. How are you? Good. Rachel and Sam are here. How are you guys doing? Great. Great. We're just hanging out. Some of you may remember the great, one of the all-time great podcast episodes of any podcast, the Corporate Lunch New Rules of Hanging Out episode. What episode was it, Sam? The 57. Wow. Almost 50 episodes ago, we brought you the first installment of Hanging Out, and now we're in a new era of Hanging Out, so we're going to revisit Hanging Out with Caroline, one of the great hanger outs hanger hangers out hangers out one of the great hangers out of all time mm-hmm. um caroline do you want to start with some thoughts about like when when now that um we live in hell do you when people are like hey do you want to hang out does it mean something like new or different to you do people even say that anymore um where are you at on hanging out? Just kind of general, like big picture, zoom out 60,000 foot perspective. I think that now we, now that we live in hell, hanging out is more important than ever, obviously, um, because it's the only thing that can distract you from the, the fact that we live in hell. People still do say, do you want to hang out? Uh, but I think what has changed is that you know that nothing unexpected is going to happen. So like the hang to me hanging out in this sort of hell environment that we're in feels a lot it feels a little less expansive than it used to. Like when you're gonna hang with someone, you know you're just gonna be like doing what you said you were gonna do as opposed to like going somewhere after. Yeah, spontaneity like is sort of dead. Yeah, spontaneity is dead. Well, um, I remember a big feature of the the first session of the rules of hanging out was that we we're encouraging our listeners to be open to that all day hang. Right. And mm-hmm. we were sort of celebrating that as the apex of hanging out. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there's like a special word in Portuguese for like, well, you know, you intend to have breakfast, but then you end up hanging out all day. It's, it's right. deep hang. It's a in deep English. hang. Yeah, it's deep English. hang. <laughs> right. But uh, one could argue that these these new constraints are actually make for better hanging out deeper hangs like they're not the same like you're not going to just like yes start with you know a coffee at homecoming and greenpoint and end up you know at midnight at odeon um with brett easton ellis with brett easton yeah with the brat with the literary brat pack of the 1980s but (laughs) back in time (laughs) with the literati but um but you know like anything when when given like real constraints like real limitations like true creativity can flourish within that right i mean like sometimes um that's when really great things happen so maybe we're entering a great era of hanging out i mean a lot of what remember in the beginning of like lockdown and stuff everyone was like well the nice thing about this is i don't have so-called fomo which is like a, mm-hmm. a a quality or a sense that's related to hanging out, I think, or not hanging out. Yeah. And I feel like that's creeping back in. Like people are starting to do a lot of really cool stuff, which is, I mean, they're just hanging out. 
but it seems i guess it seems cooler and more exciting than ever because it hasn't because for a long time we actually kind of weren't really hanging out i mean Noah, you went to the mountains last week which seemed like a pretty impressive multi-day hangout experience (laughs) Um, what what, what was what was that like what went down that's why we didn't do a podcast last week because Noah disappeared into the wilderness we were hanging out I was, it was a big high alpine hang. Um, it was a backpacking trip. Uh, we bagged some peaks. That's what you call it when you climb to the top of several mountains, you bag the peaks. Oh, I know. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, it's nothing but a hang. I mean, it's a long walk and a hang in the woods. You know, you're really just trying to keep away from bears and not fall off any like cliff faces you're trying not to um, hang bears basically yeah well, you have to hang the bear bag though right yeah we did a little of that you're not supposed to you're supposed to put all your food in what's called a bear canister which is just a giant uh hard plastic shell that you hide you know 150 feet from your campsite and the bears find them and they play with them but they can't open it so they get bored and they leave i, I used to do that with like my best you know, John's at the office. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> an unbreakable pinata. <laughs> yeah, it's an unbreakable. I'd go bat it around and roll it around and then I would get bored and just go back to my desk and keep working. Yeah. That's yeah. why they're always like a bag full of online ceramics teas like hung up on like a <laughs> ceiling fan in a conference room. Yeah. <laughs> um, because of Sam Hines' wild and Voracious John's appetite. Yeah. Uh, Noah, with whom were you hanging on your camping trip? It was, it was me and three dudes, three bros, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, dudes who I guess I would otherwise have been hanging with. I mean, I guess we would have done this. This wasn't like a special, like, um, pandemic based adventure, you know, like we did like something. It return to form for you. Yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, you know how it is. Like, I think people are starting to experience this, but like, if you go to certain places really in the Northeast, it's just like COVID doesn't really exist. I mean, like there's masks and stuff, but you're really like, like when you're in closed environments, but for the most part, it's kind of something like business as usual. So we were way up uh, in the Northern part of New York state where, um, where you, f- you feel it. Yeah. It felt like a return to form in a sense. Um, it's interesting how hanging has really become primarily an outdoor activity. I think people have gotten really creative with, or are starting to get creative with different ways of hanging outside. Um, like beyond the picnic? Well, (laughs) I've, well, yeah, I think a little, though I was mostly just thinking of more elaborate picnics. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like the picnics are getting better um, yeah, the picnics are I was, getting better I was, and better I was thinking of like making up um, something I had seen outside besides a picnic but my mind isn't working quickly enough for that so I, I just meant more elaborate picnics but elaborate like picnics lawn games cool. maybe bocce ball or like a badminton what's that horrible game where it's like a little trampoline and the bros throw a, a spike ball at it? spike ball spike ball, Spit ball? Spike ball. <laughs> Spike ball. I see a lot of bros <laughs> doing that in New York. And that, I think that is a, while I endorse almost all forms of hanging out, I think that has to go. Yeah, that's the wackest shit I think I've ever seen. It really Spike like. Spike ball is a good nickname though. <laughs> Spitball. Or. Spike ball. 
for Sam. Yeah, uh, for Sam. Spike yeah. Lawn. Of all of like the lawn beach games, that's the one that I'm probably the best at. So I'm a little. Are you good at that? No, you're not. Oh yeah, in college How we played spike ball. He learned it really? in college. I have really good hand-eye coordination, and I'm very agile. <laughs> Did you learn yeah, to play that in college? <laughs> I learned how to split. Did I learn how to spike ball in college? Oh yeah, That's yeah. Your, that was. I was great. on the Williams College varsity spike ball team. <laughs> I've never played it, and it's it's one of the only sports I just don't understand. Like I watch it, and I think I don't know the objective here. I don't know who's on whose team. I don't know how you score or don't, and I don't intend to find out. I mean, Noah, I would say that calling it a sport is a little generous, generous. <laughs> stretch i think it's a game i feel that way about like ultimate frisbee yeah that's true the b i don't know what i don't know what that is you don't like to go throw the toss the b toss the b no i mean i like to toss the b but like ultimate frisbee sounds it sounds do you remember do you guys remember when virgil tweeted something like you know i'm trying to i'm trying to develop shoes for more sports what should I, fo- with Nike, what should I focus on? And people were just tweeting like, you know, baseball, blah, blah, blah. I tweeted a photo of someone fly fishing to him, but I should have sent uh, someone playing spike ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could make a spike ball. What do you call the spike ball court? Like the trampoline? The beach? I, I don't know. You don't know what it's called? The autonomous zone. Yeah. <laughs> the sad. The spike ball autonomous the zone. Bouncy yeah. pad? Hmm. I mean, if Sam can't answer this, we're not going to be able to get an answer. So how are all the, like, what about all the people? Because there's a whole, like, population of people who didn't, who are, like, indoorsy and not outdoorsy. Like, the the people who, you know, like, the China Chalet crowd. How are they adjusting to hanging out? Are they making their way to the park for a picnic? Are they just lost? People for whom teeing the bee is taking a Benadryl. I think I think some of those people might be hanging out inside. Sometimes, you know, I'll fire up my stories on Instagram yeah, and I'll yeah. just catch like a a glimpse of something that looks like people might be, you know, just making little china chalets in their apartments. Right. Yeah. People china. are being pretty people are really wilding out on close friends stories, I've noticed. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a whole close friend story happening on close friends. Yeah. What have you guys seen? I, I so love how people do close friends. Economy. Their little mm-hmm. illicit close hangouts go, go close friends only. Well, the stakes of close friends have really been raised in this because it's like, who do I want to show that I'm con- potentially contributing to uh, a new COVID outbreak in New York <laughs> yeah. City? Like, who am I comfortable declaring like that who's gonna not who's not gonna narc on me here yeah yeah who's not gonna send me like right yeah who's gonna who's not gonna respond like oh great it's the jake paul of chinatown <laughs> <laughs> just start screenshotting and circling everyone that isn't yeah. wearing a mask uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Send it to the facial recognition people yeah yeah the circle of trust is more important than ever in, in many different ways but especially if you're trying to like go to parties which have I'm you guys encouraged. Doing. Yeah, you you've gone to some parties, Sam, but maybe oh, you yeah. don't want to talk about that. Maybe you don't want to talk about that. This is gonna be a close friends episode of the pod. So only close yeah. friends are getting this one. So you can say whatever whatever fucked up, like non you know, whatever yeah, non-culture COVID. When yeah, I first got back culture. to New York like a month ago, I went to a rooftop party, which was technically it was legal 
in that it, it, there was, you know, there were less than 50 people there. But not socially, it's 50 people, but still socially distanced. Oh yeah, I know. I was wearing a, a hula hoop the whole time. Stay back. <laughs> a six foot hula hoop? He was wearing a full skirt, yeah, you know, like with skirt. A, a hoop skirt. Hoop skirt. One of those Balenciaga gowns, you know, the big yeah, ones? Exactly. Well, those yeah. are probably about six feet. He looked very elegant. I saw it on my... He showed it to me on Close I'm Friends. Close friends. Yeah. It was hard to get up that sixth floor walk up to the roof in that gown, mm-hmm. but it was worth it for the hang. But there were lots of gentlemen of China Chalet there to oh, yeah. Knights of China Chalet to assist you. And then there's, you know, today it's raining, so it's sort of unclear like what the possibilities of hanging out are. And that's yeah. that's sort of what we're approaching, I think, is like when it starts getting cold out. What yeah. what are we to do? Are you guys gonna form pods? Not podcasts, like pods with groups of people who- Viral pods. I'm putting together, I'm putting together a really dope pod. I'm creating an incredible pod. Yeah, no, like a neighborhood, like bros and broettes in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. who you can hang out with when it's cold. There is, I was at a, a gorgeous picnic like a week ago and the subject of like, what will happen when the weather gets bad came up and just like a cold front moving in a chill sort of like descended descended upon the conversation and everyone was just like yeah it's gonna be depressing but thanks to climate change and the fact that new york is now as the newspaper informed us a subtropical zone Mm -hmm. it'll probably stay warm at least you know, through October. through October. We can yeah. extend this. The other thing is like the desire to hang out kind of corresponds directly to the weather. So like yeah. having that proposition on a nice day is one thing, but like as you ease in to that, those darker, gloomier days, your desire to hang out will also begin to like diminish somewhat. You mean the depression. Yes. <laughs> what I'm describing. <laughs> yeah. Depression. You mean seasonal depression will come back? Yeah. And then you just don't want to hang out and it's fine. You just have to hang in there until like spring. You have to stop hanging out and start hanging in. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) Noah, can you give us a scene report from the skate hang scene? Um, The skate hangs are always great because you you always like everyone shows up with a mask on. It's like, you're not really going to skate with a mask on. And then like, you kind of wait to see how long before someone will like take off their mask. And then the other great thing is like skaters tend to be, you know, like pretty like physical with like handshakes and high fives and whatnot, at least like upon greeting and, and leaving and all that. And like, it kind of depends on like where you're from and like what your, your kind of like attitude is, but lots of skaters will show up to a spot and come shake everyone's hand, whether or not they know everyone or not. It's like, that can be a common kind of cultural thing that happens. So obviously people are trying not to touch each other and trying to like kind of respect what yeah just whatever the covid rules are so and then it just kind of breaks down um seems like there's more like the overall hang is more focused on the skate spot so more like bringing beers to the skate spot and maybe like hanging out long after you're really done skating because you're not really going to go anywhere else so it's like whereas it used to be like let's skate for a few hours and then like when that's over go to the park or go to a bar or like just like make on make you know get on with the rest of your day now it's just kind of like that can become a deep hang but just the location doesn't really change the ability to drink outside and on the street 
in New York, I feel has kind of um, expanded the possibilities yeah, it's of been hanging. Huge for hanging. Yeah, it's great for hanging and it's great for making you feel like you're hanging in a special way, you know? Oh, right. Like suddenly we're in Europe. Yeah, suddenly we're in Europe or in New Orleans or some other similarly, you know, glamorous place. Canada. As opposed to. <laughs> yeah, Quebec Canada. City, maybe. Just, yeah, like uh, Norway. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere, somewhere really great like that. Um, and have you guys been dining on in various outdoor sidewalk? What is, isn't there a word for it? Like the outdoor restaurant? Outdoor dining. I alfresco. Alfresco. Um, I dined in Dimes Square somewhat recently. At Dimes? Um, no. Oh. Um, at another. I dined in Kiki Square, as I oh, like yes. to think of it. The Kiki um, Triangle. Yeah, the Kiki Triangle. Um, And it was my first outdoor dining experience. And it was weird because it felt like, it felt sort of like dreamlike because I was eating at a restaurant and there, but there were like all these barriers and I kept running into people, but everyone was like acting weird. Um, (laughs) And it made me, it made me sort of anxious actually. Like not quite worth it, maybe. It felt well, yeah. But maybe I feel like it was saying. your first time. Yeah, because Sam, you've been hanging out in Dime Square too, right? And how's that been feeling? It's been. It's sort of like a. It feels like a block party. It it is weird because, um, at least on the weekends, they block off Canal Street. So every you know whether it's like. Clandos or servos or whatever or dimes you know they just keep like expanding into the street and then people run in you know there's it's like it's such a solid hang that it ends up sort of forming just like a mass of people which gets a little gnarly just sort of like people drinking out in the street and it's definitely fun but it's not uh it feels sort of strange and it feels like um maybe people aren't taking it as seriously as they should like the quote unquote rules of dining al fresco that you're supposed to observe. Does it ever get like broken up? Is there any kind of regulation? Did the police observe it or? Well, the, 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 restaurant, the restaurant proprietors try to like keep it moving if you don't have it, cause you're supposed to only be able to be there if you're like sitting at a table and ordering food. Yeah, like there were definitely big crowds of people standing in the middle of the street. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was strange because it was the first time I realized in months that I had really had the experience of like running into a lot of people that I yeah. hadn't planned to see. Yeah. Did you have to, yeah. Caroline Beckoff, did you have to like reprogram your like social skills a little bit after so much time away to like make small talk? Because I felt like I had to like just think about it a little bit harder than normal. Like, oh my God, what am I supposed to say to this person that I haven't seen in a long time? Yeah, I feel like my social skills, I, an unfortunate thing about COVID is like there's more time and opportunity to hang out in a way. Mm-hmm. But the period that preceded this, I think really um, damaged my social skills um, and possibly other people's. So there sometimes, yeah, when I was talking to people, I was like struggling to come up with topics whereas that has never been an issue with me before Um, what do you what do you guys think about the covid era greeting when you're meeting someone to hang out 
and like you sort of like how do you go in do you go in with the elbow do you go in for like a, a sort of light touch of the fingertips do you sort like, of do I, I do i just do a wave do not touch me i do a warm a warm wave mm-hmm. i think um, people get it yeah though sometimes people they just want to hug you know because they haven't touched like another yeah. body in many months yeah some you people just have to give those, a hug you just have to risk it all and give them a hug i mean it's like some people need it i just keep yeah. my mask on and do a running chest bump yeah <laughs> me too actually damn you don't see the chest bump too much anymore that was like a big thing maybe when i was in high school i don't know yeah. like after you'd score like a good beer pong Play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After you win the spike ball world championship, <laughs> it's just chest bumps. What about like the digital possibilities of hanging out? Do you guys think that account like uh, a Zoom happy hour or like a FaceTime date? Do you guys is that like an acceptable or appropriate form of hanging out, or is that just kind of like a lame uh, substitute for real human hanging out? Well, I've had a couple different experiences. One of my best. Um, uh covid mornings was that uh my friend jamie responded to something on my instagram stories and then because you know i was on a walk in the morning in brooklyn bridge park and because neither of us has to go into an office at the moment i just sat down and we had this really long instagram dm chat that went on Mm. for over an hour wow that's cool (laughs) Yeah, it was so great. Um, and it was of a of a depth and, and uh, breadth that you wouldn't <laughs> normally have on Instagram. You wouldn't expect uh, from the form. Yeah. And I've done that a few times with other people as well. Um, I've also so just got- like, like finding unexpected, like finding a hang where a hang might not have otherwise been. Right. Like yeah. sort of peeling back, like moving a rock and saying, wow, a and there's hang. a big cave in here and we could go in there and hang out. It's like finding an extra room in your it's apartment. It's like finding an extra room in your apartment. <laughs> um, Has it happened? Yeah. Like I always wondered, time. I never opened this door. I've lived here yeah. for nine months and I, I forgot, like I just forgot about it and then I put a dresser there and then yeah. one day you move the dresser and open the door and you're like, whoa, this is a three bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, I did find an extra drawer in my bathroom during <laughs> cool. quarantine, which was like almost as, that's as real as that dream can be. I mean, whole every, every, every inch of square footage counts. Was there anything no. in it? No, it's, but it's like underneath the bathroom cabinet, you know? So it's like the whole, you know, size of the cabinet. So it's Super like- useful. Big. It's a big guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, you just fill it with socks immediately. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I filled it with lots of stuff that didn't really have a place before. It's, it's, it's brimming now. Now your sock drawer is in the bathroom. I feel, the thing about the Zoom hangs is I feel like when things were really locked down, the Zoom hangs were like essential because they were the only, the only line to the outside world. But now that I've been reminded of what it's like to hang out in person or like now that I'm regularly hanging out in person again it might be hard to go back to feeling satisfied by the zoom hangs I think you have to make it into an event really the zoom hangs I feel like early on there was really a thinking like when I would do them I never really enjoyed it too much but in a way I was like you know 
if this is really all we're going to have for like 12, 18 months, might as well like get used to it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then I think as we got into summer, it was like, well, more hanging out outside. Like they started to like lift some rules and stuff. And then, and then now I'm like, I'm not going to like zoom with people I could just see. Yeah. No. Plus it's weird to see yourself you know, while you're hanging out. Although for Sam Hine, that's like normal because he is a twin. So he's oh, God. seeing himself while he's hanging out. Feels very natural to me. I love it. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought about that before. Your whole life has just been a Zoom. Yeah. How do you think that's affected your personality? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I think it's, I think, well, I think the, the most sort of concrete ways every time i'm in a zoom meeting i'm just staring at myself the whole time and are you thinking like why is nick here why is nick in this meeting yeah, like, yeah nick, just, aren't yeah. you supposed to be in your zoom meeting <laughs> get out do you guys think this is a thought because i'm i'm scared to be forced back inside again um and i was wondering if it was possible you know at restaurants sometimes there are those outdoor heaters mm-hmm. yeah I was wondering if I could maybe buy one. You can put it on your sidewalk. Yeah, and like maybe store it in the basement of my building or something and like start bringing it, bringing it around once the weather gets cold. Oh, you know, they're on wheels. Like there's kind of like a small like dolly. The base kind of operates as like a dolly. So you could yeah. really wheel it around. Um, and you can definitely buy them. They're not like, I know people that have had them in outdoor spaces. I mean, you you know, they, they, I think they burn propane. So you'd have to kind of like stock up on fuel, which is not, you know, it's not that expensive. Uh, no, do you think I would be able to fill the, the tank of my outdoor heater with propane without killing myself? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's like a, the same fuel a gas grill uses. And you could always like have Sam or someone come over and help with it. Lloyd, I'm sure would like to help with that. He seems like a real, he like is a kind of a grill man. He's a grill man. Yeah, I could call upon my many bros to assist <laughs> me with my- what I'm, what I'm implying is you find a dude to help you figure that out. I love to find a dude to, to help me figure things like that out. My some, mind is too full of- Some big idiot without anything better to do. Without anything better to do? I, I mean, think that all my bros would consider it an honor to fill That's such a out. worthy task. Yeah. <laughs> you know how Caroline Bancroft set up her propane outdoor heater. Yeah, so I can wheel it you know, throughout New York City. Wait, so you're really dreading the end of summer? I am. I everyone is, is, I guess. I am, yeah, which is funny because usually I hate summer. Like, I'm not a summer girl. Um, but now I, I hope that this summer will be truly endless because, yeah, I don't want to go back into the, into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't have to now that I am going to buy this heater. Yeah, now that you're going to have that heater. And that'll be sort of an event. Like, I'll call someone. I'll be like, yo, like, get your, get everyone, invite everyone you know. I'm coming over <laughs> to your sidewalk with the heater. <laughs> you're going to come down the block with pushing this. Yeah, and I could, like, decorate it. Yeah. You know, I could. You're going to need up. more than one heater, I think. <laughs> um... You're going to just open be, like an outdoor it will, club. It will be funny, like, you know how, um, like, every month there's, like, a New York Times story that's, like, unexpectedly, like, no one can find thing X. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah. that's gonna I think it maybe it'll that's be the theaters in the yeah. in the fall well may, yeah I was gonna say maybe I shouldn't be talking about this on the pod because I don't want to cause a run on right outdoor heaters giving away the idea well nor do I want someone to steal the business idea I just came up with what's that which is which is I buy a bunch of the heaters oh and so and then well and no we'll rent no rent them out to yeah. people I, I I send my bros you know out yeah. with a heater bring it to someone's house with their tanks of fuel just piled up on their brawny shoulders yeah caroline's fuel guys <laughs> sign me up <laughs> down yeah do you think Already. do you think some of your menswear or streetwear contacts might be willing to design a t-shirt for my uh employees <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're not doing anything else right now. Everyone's. Yeah. You know, I can looking. already see it. It's like the the heater is like waving, and he's like wearing sunglasses, and it says like "Bring the heat." Yeah, yeah. bring the heat. Okay, it's wait. Lit. Can, we, can we can we cut this out of the podcast because this is my only chance to I think have like a a business to be a small no, business owner. This is the close friends episode. This is the close friends episode of the pod, and trust me, like everyone here is gonna respect your intellectual property. Okay, mm. please respect my IP, everyone, because I don't have a lot of it, so <laughs> I really need this. So, all right, back to the hangs. I mean, I was, I'm starting to feel like it's August, it's been really hot. I, are they, I feel like the hangs are like dying down, like people are kind of really scattering. I mean, there's been the scattering, but now people are really just like off in the, off in their, little enclaves yeah, too hot and tired well, i guess people are on vacation that's what i'm saying is everyone on vacation right now it seems that way yeah even i am on vacation and caroline's on vacation i feel like that was kind of like reassuring because that's normally what would happen in august and then the fact that it's happening this august was kind of like oh all right good people are doing that still i hope they're like hanging out well, you got to take you got to take a little bit of a break so that when when it's September and you start running into friends again or having elaborate luxurious picnics, you have something to talk about. Yeah, it'll be nice to have something to talk about when I get back. When people are what? like, "What's new?" I'll say, "Well, I I left New York and then I came back." All right, since we've agreed that picnics are kind of like the ultimate hang, and basically hangs, the whole hang kind of like universe is just one it's just a picnic and -hmm. it can be as elaborate or as basic as you need it to be it's like when you when you drink on the street in montreal you're supposed to have food with you like it's supposed to be a picnic but you could just have like a bag of chips and like a 40 and that counts as a picnic Mm -hmm. bag of chips and 40 being my preferred type i mean that's that is definitely Mm -hmm. a picnic but what are some of the best have you guys experienced like truly great picnics like to me it's like go to the local bar and get a bunch of frozen drinks and like bags yeah. of pretzels or something mm-hmm. and just go like sit in the grass but obviously people are doing like charcuteries and bringing like pork roasts and um hibachi grills and i think some of that, that is just like up. it's like too turbo like too i turbo. think that the the more um like the simpler the the simpler it is like the more luxurious i would rather show up with like a big bag of cherries mm-hmm, than yeah. like come in hot with a grill mm-hmm. and like i i recently uh i guess this would have been in june um 
saw this like group of people arrive at Brooklyn Bridge Park and they started hanging up happy birthday signs in the tree. And I was like, Uh I get it. Like it's Mm -hmm. tough. It's a rough time to have a birthday. (laughs) But like that is just, that's way too, don't decorate nature. It's not your park, first of all. Yeah, I was going to say those trees belong you know, to the taxpayer, yeah, not to you, the individual taxpayer, yeah. all taxpayers. I think, yeah, I think the best picnic spread is just like as rustico as possible. Like you bring like a nice loaf of bread, maybe one, one, one to two cheeses, some fruits and some natural. This is like the American studying abroad diet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like you're drinking wine in a park in Paris, you know. Yeah, maybe you get a za on the way. It's nice to get a za. I think think one thing that is essential to picnics these days is you do need to have like a protein element Mm -hmm. um, so that the hang can really last. Fuel. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, people get too drunk and tired. It's like if you're the heat lamp, then za is the propane. Mm -hmm. I guess Zah has some protein. What else? Like a salami or something? Or like a, a bunch of chicken breast, cans of tuna? Yeah, I love to just eat some protein. oil-packed tuna in the sun. <laughs> just <laughs> the right park. out of the tin? I was thinking steak tartare. <laughs> yes, no, yeah, I, steak tartare. I love to just drain the oil kind of. Mm-hmm. A, nice, a nice picnic sandwich is the pan beignet. What I don't know that? if you guys ever make that, but what you do is you take a ciabatta loaf and you do some oil-packed tuna, you do a little drizzle mm. of olive oil, and then you cut up a lot of crunchy vegetables like peppers, cucumbers, maybe you put some spicy stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And then you, and sometimes like a hard-boiled egg, if you're into that kind of thing, mm-hmm. capers, etc. Then mm-hmm. you wrap it up and then you put a bunch of books on it for like four or five hours and it gets really flat. This is like a, what's it called? What they have in the South? A muffalata? Yeah. Yeah. To really Wait, get it takes four oil. or five hours to make the sandwich? You're really planning ahead. No, you flatten it for four or five hours. I know, it but- takes, you know, 10 minutes to assemble. This is like a, what is it called when you put a flower in a book? Nature's panini. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's gravity. called when you put a flower in a book. Nature's panini. <laughs> I felt like that guy on TikTok who says, oh, nice, uh, as Rachel was describing how to make that. I can't believe Caramonica wrote about that guy. He really blew him up. Should we do some vibes? Okay, yeah, but I also wanted to talk about the picnic fits because I feel like that was the one thing left. And I'm just trying to think of what I have. I mean, I don't really have like a go-to picnic fit. I guess pants that aren't going to get stained when you sit in the grass and dirt. Shoes you can take off easily to mm-hmm. rub your toes in the in Brooklyn's finest soil. I, some Gramici pants. Are, pants I mean, with pockets so you can carry cigarettes and money. Yeah, you need pockets. To me... Gramici's good, sort of outdoorsy vibe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think old clothes. That's old what makes a, Yeah, that's what makes a good picnic fit to me. Like you were saying, like clothes that clothes that can get dirty. And then my, my old streetwear fits from two thousand seven, like an A Life tee and a pair of yeah jeans and some dunks. Stuff mm-hmm. that doesn't need to be dry cleaned. Mm-hmm. Buy back your your stuff that you sold on Grailed. Yeah. DM someone that you sold things to five years ago. And COVID. Say, hey, hey, dry, actually- when was the last time you dropped off dry cleaning? Five months ago, or whenever. 
I've been, I've still been dropping off dry cleaning. Really? I really like my dry cleaner. So I've been oh. trying to support her. Just finding things to dry clean. Well, we use, we've been using tablecloths and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Sort of that's, keep morale that's high. High again. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I was thinking about that the other day that I just have stopped. I just like instinctually started avoiding all my dry clean clothes and now I just wear my old cotton clothes. Sam, what are your fits been like? Um, for for outdoor hair. You got the hair, huh? Yeah. You got this haircut, and you were like, "Eh, I'm not really into clothes anymore. I'm just kind of a hair guy." Yeah. That's your only, I've been I've been wearing like mostly old ratty vintage tees, some of which I've like bought for a lot of money. Um, sort of. <laughs> and, and some, of which, some of which do need to be dry cleaned. Some of which are dry cleaned only. And, um, and some of What's which- What's the I, best one? Does uh, it have like a cool slogan? Like, um, like I bought a really, flash rides? I bought a really sick um, Grateful Dead, like 1986 Tor Crew ringer tee um, from a guy who uh, like curated this tie dye show at a farm um, in Greenport last week. He had like That's a rack, really. he had a rack of, of vintage tees and I was like, you know, whatever. I just like Venmoed him $120 for it. I was gonna say, how much did you Venmo him? But That's a lot. You volunteered that information. Uh, That's a big story. That's like a whole story, a whole narrative about the farm in the so North It felt so right. Greenport. Know. It was one of those great Greenport, moments. Greenport, the North Fork? Yeah, I was actually in Peconic, the farm, but. Green um, Point is the green point of the North mm -hmm. Fork. <laughs> and then I've been wearing, um, I've been wearing those, I got a pair of the Bodhi rugby shorts that I've been wearing. In, oh, those are really nice. Um, they're nice. They're like kind of wide legs. So they, you know, it's really breezy. There's a lot of cross breeze, which is helpful. Do you find that people are trying to look up your shorts? No. All right. And then um, I've been look wearing harder. like Doc Martens and stuff. Doc Martens and socks and shorts. Yeah, hell yeah. Wow. Well, strong. That's very Raph Simmons. Uh, what I really want to buy are, are those Raph boxer shorts and wear those with I'm gonna buy them. and dogs. It's all about socks and dogs. I'm gonna buy them also and then we can both wear them in Dime Square. <laughs> yeah. Our first Everyone can be like, game. why are those two people, why is that girl in the alien shades and boxer shorts and that guy in that bo in boxer shorts like where did they just roll out of bed what's going on yeah. they were at a pajama party does anyone have vibes should we make caroline do the whole thing no uh someone else will need to start i have i have a vibe my, okay so my first vibe is being liberally perfumed yes i just read this book about Paris in the 70s and it's a whole set of people who are just liberally perfumed so I ordered um a Y I guess that's how you say it uh shampoo which is like the best smelling shampoo I got Tom Ford body oil Porto Neroli and I got Annika Yee's perfume in the I think it's called hopeless hopeless radical hopelessness Oh. And it's supposed to smell like an old Egyptian female pharaoh. Wait, it's called radical hopelessness? Yeah. That's a real COVID vibe. It's a is real like a, vibe. Is this meant to be a cocktail? Like those three scents are layered on top of one each other one another, or is it kind of like 
throughout like they're they come in phases you know what i mean no they're all layer. it's like part of a big ritual of being liberally perfumed caroline uh caroline is sitting next to rachel in the same room how does rachel smell right now or is it not happening yet um it's definitely <laughs> happening on her t-shirt which she i don't think she'll mind me saying this which she's worn a couple times in the past few days and so i think it's acquired mm -hmm. a really like complex it's, it's like a wine you know yeah. like it's kind sure. of aged you can definitely smell the radical hopelessness in there and, <laughs> and uh also the other perfumes <laughs> no Same. it smells great rachel smells amazing um, for all of you sitting at home. Just imagine it. Imagine yeah. the radical hopelessness. I'm a lucky, a lucky woman. I get to smell her. Um, my vibe is um, Converse Chuck Taylors, but not the 70s ones. The original, or I guess not the original, but like the mainline basic high top Converse Chuck Taylor that's like not the throwback construction like the slimmer profile ones that are generally considered like far inferior to the seventies ones. For some reason, like I can't even articulate why I just think that they're so much cooler than the chunkier seventies version. I'm, I'm all about the original, like sort of shitty Converse Chuck Taylor design right now. Interesting. 2000 words on that, just dissecting the, the proportions and the profile and the reason why coming soon. Noah. No, it's your turn, Caroline. I, you don't have one. Well, I just want to hear one more. I and then I'll have one. Um, my, oh, you know what my vibe is? I just bought two huge cartons of um, donut peaches from the farmer's market. They're really good right now. Have you ever had donut peaches? I guess yeah. I only had them for the first time like a few years ago, which to me is when they were invented. But have you been having donut peaches like your whole life? Mm -hmm. yeah. definitely not my whole life um but i have had them at times in my life so these yeah. ones i got are like they're tiny they're like they're like they're really small so you can eat like a dozen of them and they're incredible they're so good right now you run to your farmer's market and buy them if you're in i guess you have to be in like new york though right is that the only place they exist no, no. i think they exist Don't i used to eat them in california Right. Um, I don't know shit about donut pizzas, but they're killer right now. Yeah, they're right. Is makeup free a vibe? What's that mean? Yeah. Not wearing makeup any? free? Yeah. I feel like that is what I've been doing. And so it's what I'm all about. Um, and I've noticed other people doing it as well. And I like it because it feels intimate. You know, everyone's just like, kind of that's, like- That's like your close friend's face? Mm -hmm. Well, but it's my close friends face that has become, you know, my not close friends, acquaintances, even enemies face. Um, you know, just walking out there barefaced, ready for judgment um, and not caring because of, you know, radical hopelessness. <laughs> I don't know. I've, no I've noticed a lot of people have stopped wearing makeup and I've stopped wearing makeup so i think that's a vibe because it's in the air was that not a good vibe that was, that was great <laughs> do you want to do a final lightning round or are we wrapping it up this was a great hang let's do final let's, let's do final lightning round i think rachel has one more the spotify playlist for i may destroy you 
Oh, so good. The music is good in that show. I never thought to look up the playlist. It's a beautiful playlist. It's like watching the show all over again. My vibe was actually going to be Spotify because um, my Apple Music just like stopped working on my phone and I started using Spotify and it's like, it's actually saved my life. It's so much better. Um, Spotify sponsored the podcast. Um, and then my other vibe is this Maserati that I borrowed for 10 days last week. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm not actually obligated to say this, but... Um, <laughs> this but is Maserati, borderline. I emailed, I emailed someone to Maserati and I was like, hey, can I borrow a, a car? Because I, I, need, I needed a car to go um, to the beach the other weekend. And they gave me a Levante SUV with silk Xenia interior. And it was fucking amazing. Sam, I would have given you a ride if you just called me. I would have zipped down there in my wagon and picked you right up. Oh, like, I'll, I'll keep that in mind next time. But I mean, it's a fundamentally like insane and ridiculous car, but it was really fun to drive. Wait, but you had it for 10 days. Where else did you take it? Just, just like around. All, around, all around the Hamptons. Mostly the, um, the Chainsmokers drive through concert. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's there. not, by the way, we should emphasize not how you should hang out. Not how you should <laughs> yeah. hang out at all. You should never listen to the chain smokers. Yeah. <laughs> the rules of hanging out is that there are no rules, but but that one, that's a rule. That's a big the, rule. Their music vibrates the air in a way that spreads um, COVID. <laughs> all right, guys, I have to go because I have to go to a meeting, which is not a hang. It's the opposite of a hang. But this was a hang. This was a fantastic hang our 103rd hang of corporate lunch thanks for um being here caroline and sharing your insight as a all-time hanger out hanger out hanger outer thank you guys so much for having me um if you have me back again i'll have a better vibe you know (laughs) i'll come prepared with a vibe that's what they always say bye guys